Philippians chapter number 2. And we'll pick up our reading tonight in verse number 5. Philippians 2 and verse number 5. The Bible said, Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. Being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Verse number 13. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmuring and disputings that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all for the same cause also do ye joy and rejoice with me. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you tonight for the singing. We thank you for the offering, the opportunity uh, to worship you tonight in spirit and in truth and in freedom and in liberty. And I pray now that you'll bless the reading of thy word, speak in our hearts, and we'll thank you for it. In Christ's name we do pray. Amen. Amen. You can be seated tonight. I want to preach a few minutes tonight on this subject, on the example of humility. The example of humility. The first four verses as we looked at last Sunday night uh, talks about the importance of humility and why that we need humility in our life. We need it in our life because according to verse 2 we need like-mindedness. And also according to verse 2 we need that same love as Paul mentioned there. We need that lowliness of mind in verse number 3 that the Bible talks about here. Uh, we need to be able to lift each other up as we esteem others better than ourselves and we need humility in order uh, that we might be able to look every man not on his own things but every man also on the things of others and so Paul here gives us the importance of humility in the early verses of this chapter here but now in verse number 5 Paul is going to draw us to the example of humility and that example is our Savior tonight I would say that the greatest example of humility in all the word of God is Jesus Christ Amen. He came into this world uh, and as he came into this world he came into this world as a servant, as a peasant as a lowly man of Galilee as a babe in Bethlehem and so when we think about what a great example we see in these verses here tonight. Notice with me in verse number 5 as we look at him we see him as sovereign, as the Messiah as the Bible said let this mind be in you. Notice this which was also in Christ Jesus. Amen. Uh, that word Christ uh, uh, means Messiah. And that is his heavenly name. And Jesus is his earthly name. And when we think about Christ Jesus it does not say Jesus Christ although that would be right. Uh, but he's elevating him of uh, the mind of our Messiah. Our Savior as he came into this world. You know that's the kind of mindset that we need tonight. We need the mind of humility. Uh, we need to think of ourselves 
on a lower level and we need to think of others before us and above us and so we see here tonight the example of this humility we see it in the Savior the Messiah and then we see him as the son of the maker in verse number 6 as the Bible says who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God when you think about Jesus Christ Christ Jesus as our Savior in verse number 5 but we must be reminded that he was more than just a Savior he was and is the only begotten Son of God amen he's the Messiah but he is the maker he was there at the very beginning when God stepped out on nothing and he spoke these worlds into existence he looked at God the Son and he looked at God the Spirit and he said let us make man in our own image amen that tells me that Jesus Christ had as much to do with creation and the fulfillment of it as God the Father and God the Son and so when we picture him he's the creator of this world but yet he came into this world and he humbled himself the Savior the Son of God the Messiah the maker when you consider who he is and where he came it's a great example of humility tonight amen and then we see him in verse number 7 not only as the Savior and as the Son he's seen as the Messiah he's seen as the maker but when you get to verse number 7 we see him as the servant amen we see him as the man as the Bible said that he made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant think about this from verse 5 to the early part of verse 7 we have seen Christ go from being the sovereign to being the son to now being the servant amen I'm talking about you can see the example of humility in this text you can see the mind of him as he goes from being the the Messiah to being the maker to now he's humbled himself and he's become the man the son of man the Bible talks about you think about the humility of our Savior to lower himself to servitude in a world that he'd already created into a world of fallen sinful humanity but Jesus humbled himself and became a servant and made himself of no reputation there's a lot of people today that listen they build their lives and they build their ministries and they build everything they have off a reputation I'll tell you reputation is what people think you are but character is who you really are and Jesus my friend in his character he was still sovereign he was still the son of God when he walked in this world but he didn't go around tooting his own horn he didn't go around letting everybody know no I tell you the Bible tells us that he made himself low he made himself of no reputation hallelujah well we can have revival if we can live in that mindset can't we that we don't have to be seen we don't have to be recognized we don't have to be elevated we don't have to be cheered on we don't have to be lifted up that's the attitude that's the mindset we don't have to be number one we don't have to be first we don't have to receive the best we don't have to be the best we just ought to give our best isn't that right I'm telling you God blesses those who stay little in their own eyes he blesses those who humble themselves 
the Bible said there's seven things the Lord doth hate and the first one that tops the list is a proud look God resisteth the proud but he giveth grace to the humble and can I tell you something this evening I would rather have grace as to have a trophy any day I'd rather have grace as to have recognition any day I don't need recognition it's not going to do me a bit of good but every day I roll out of bed every day I open my eyes every second I live in this world you know what I need and can't do without I need the grace of God amen I'll take the grace of God over anything that anybody could ever offer but in order to have that you've got to make yourself of no reputation amen so many times if we're not careful we can let this flesh get in the way of things and do things and just want to be recognized and I understand encouraging each other we need to do that I'm not minimizing that I'm just telling you my flesh and your flesh this flesh tonight it doesn't matter what personality it's wrapped up in but the flesh can only handle so much praise very little praise can I tell you that the flesh listen God will let you have enough encouragement and recognition in this life to get you over the next hilltop Uh, but can I say this Uh, the flesh can't handle too much of that praise uh, because it'll blow it up Uh, it'll puff it up Uh, it'll ruin you amen if you get a hold of it you've got to dismiss that uh, and not make yourself of any reputation amen you say brother Gravely how do you keep that from happening well this is the only way I know how the only way I know how to do that is to every day remind yourself and for me to remind myself, we're servants. We've been called to serve. Amen. It's Pastor Appreciation Month. And I'll tell you, I appreciate the kindness. that I've been overwhelmed by the cards, the thank yous, things that people have done. My wife and me both have. And I'll tell you why we have. Because we know we don't deserve anything. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that to... I'm telling you that from the bottom of my soul tonight. I know where I ought to be at. I ought to be in hell. I don't deserve anything. And I tell you, every time one of God's people does something, anything, I'm telling you when somebody slips me a note and says something, the, the kids in the class uh, rooms wrote some little notes and I went through those notes and read them. I'm going to tell you it was a humbling experience uh, because I know how sorry and low down and for them to take the time just to write something down and tell you that they love you and that they appreciate you uh, to give you something like that. It means the world to me because I know that I don't deserve that tonight and what are you saying this is what I'm saying to you tonight that you and I we have to go through this life and remember that God put us here on this earth and he saved our souls but he saved us for a purpose in mind and that is to serve God and serve for the greater good and to serve humanity to bring the gospel and they people don't owe me nothing tonight you don't owe me anything I'm telling you thank God for what this church has done for me but the truth is you don't owe me another thing in this life I'm telling you God has blessed me more than I ever deserve I don't have brother laddie a large bank account I don't have a listen I don't have some fat retirement but I'll tell you I got a retirement that's out of this world because he lifted me out of the dung hills of this old sinful world and he wrote my name thank God in the Lamb's book of life and if he never blessed me again if he never passed 
pass by my way again. He's done more than I ever deserve. He's done more than I ever expected him to. And I ought to spend the rest of my days blessing his holy name. Hallelujah. He's worthy tonight, isn't he? God oftentimes uses people that will always remember where they came from. And I'll tell you tonight as a Christian, we must always remember where we came from. I heard a young pastor, he had a pastor appreciation day, and I heard him complaining because he felt like that the church should have done more. I didn't say anything to him when he said it, but he got more than I got my first few years. But it wasn't none of my business. But I thought to myself, God's people don't owe us anything. I'm telling you, you know I preach it. And I tell you, sometimes I feel bad preaching it because, Brother David, I don't want the devil to tell somebody I'm preaching it to fatten my pocketbook. But I think you know me well enough to know I wouldn't do that. Uh, but I preach it because one day I, I'm going to be gone and whoever comes behind, I want that man of God to be taken care of. And you say, well, I believe that. Yes, but there's younger ones coming up and they have to hear it and I sure ain't going to ask somebody to come in and preach it. Amen. I mean, what kind of, what would that be? To say, I need you to come preach on giving the preacher a raise and taking care of him, you know. That might look bad. And so I just preach it because it's got to be preached. It's the whole council. But I don't want to preach it. It needs to be said, doesn't it? And you do a great job. I don't say it because it, that you need to do it. I say it because it has to be said. But I'll say this tonight. That God's people, they don't know us preachers nothing. You know why I'm at this church? Because almost 25 years ago, 24 and a half years ago, God called me to this church. And when he called me, I never asked the deacon board one time what they were going to pay me. It came up later. But the only thing I was interested in is, is this the will of God for my life? And it was, and it is. And as long as it is, it wouldn't make no difference tonight, would it? Now, don't y'all, don't cut my salary, okay? Y'all just keep it coming, all right? Miss Gravely has to go to Walmart every now and then. But I'm telling you the truth, the truth tonight is that if you couldn't pay me, an, if, if Biden stays in office, you may not be able to pay me another dime. He shouldn't have been in there anyway. Can I get an amen? He didn't win. Let me look around for a Democrat. If you believe he won, listen, I got 15 acres on the moon, I'll sell you. Dirt cheap. Amen. He didn't win. I just, I don't know. It just frustrated me this week, so I need to get that out. Amen. But having said that, if you couldn't pay me another dime, if God didn't, that would, I would just keep on preaching. Because God called me here. You said, what would you do? I'd go get a job. Because, you know, sometimes a good job might be a stress reliever. I'd get me a job where I was using a hammer every day. Beating something just sounds good, don't it? <laughs> Not you, something. <laughs> I'm just trying to make some of y'all laugh a little bit. But I'm going to tell you, it's not... Who, 
Well, praise God. <laughs> I'm telling you, if that one can get it, everybody in the building ought to get it. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to make, her, make him a deacon, praise God. But you know something? No reputation. It's not about a name. It's not about tonight uh, what people think and, and, and how many people can know you in this life. I tell you, it's about serving God tonight. I tell you, serving God's the best thing that ever happened to any of us. Sometimes God will put you in places and that nobody will ever see you there. And how long you stay there, I can tell you how long you're going to be there until you get to the place in life that it doesn't matter if you stay there the rest of your life. And when you get to the place you're happy doing that with nobody seeing what you're doing, and then he may just leave you there because that's always a good place to be. And then he may have you stay there a little longer. But I'll tell you, friend, when you get to the place when reputation doesn't matter but service is what matters when you're serving God I'm going to tell you service is not based on results, service is not based on reputation, service is not based on rewards service is not based on recognition but service is based on one thing, it's based on pleasing the master that has called you to serve and if the master is pleased then it's a job well done at the end of the day, are you serving in your master, hallelujah. See, some people can teach a class if it's full, but they struggle if it's empty. Some people can preach to a church if it's full, but have a hard time if it's empty. But Jesus here, I see the service of this man. I see the sacrifice of him, the message. Notice what the Bible says here. That he was made in the likeness of men. Notice verse number 8. And being found in fashion as a man. Look at this. He humbled himself. Well, when I think about Christ humbling himself, I think about the discipline in that phrase there. He humbled himself. Jesus by his own discipline he humbled himself I want to tell you humility does not come natural for any of us we must discipline ourselves to humble ourselves to keep the mind of a servant we must talk to ourselves we must remind ourselves who he is and who we are that's why worship is so important in every day of our life that we worship God because worship keeps God in his rightful place in our life and it keeps us in our rightful place place in our life. I see the discipline here as Christ humbled himself. And I see here not only the discipline but I see the dedication how that he became obedient unto death. Oh the depth of that dedication. How that Christ was willing to not just be obedient but to be obedient unto death. And then notice the degree there the Bible says even the death of the cross. Jesus was willing to Come and to go through the most greatest and gruesome brutality uh, that any man could ever face. Uh, he was not just willing to die, but he was willing to face the cross. Uh, he was willing to go to Golgotha. He was willing to go to Calvary. He was willing to suffer like no man had ever suffered before. Oh, what an example of humility tonight. I see it in his sacrifice. To humble ourselves requires it. Then not only the example, but notice the exaltation of this humility. 
Wherefore, verse 9, God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is, and it still is, by the way, above every name. You know why God exalted him? Because of his humility. The Father hath committed all judgment unto the Son. Christ, uh, heaven is going to be about Christ. Uh, the center theme of heaven, it's song, it's worship, it's, uh, uh, listen, it's theme, it's anthem. Uh, everything about heaven is going to be about the Lamb. Uh, John looked and in the midst of that throne, what did he see? He saw the Lamb, amen, that had been slain from the foundation of the world. Uh, I'll say thank God, uh, uh, worthy is the Lamb tonight. Uh, he is worthy tonight. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be sung about. He's worthy to be lifted up. He's worthy to be glorified. He's worthy to be magnified. He's worthy to testify. He's worthy to shout about. He's worthy, thank God, to witness about. Christ is worthy. He is the Lamb of God. His name is above every name. There's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. Oh, what a name. The precious, the holy, the lovely, the wonderful, the glorious, the majesty. I'm telling you the most beautiful name. It is His name. It is a wonderful name. It is God's name. It's heaven's name. It's Jesus. Hallelujah tonight. Woo, hallelujah. If I had a voice, I'd shout, praise God. I'm telling you, worthy is His name. There is not a name like the name of Jesus. Amen. There is no other name tonight. His name is above every name. Oh, in the stillness of the night, it's the name of Jesus. In the depths of the valley, it is the name of Jesus. On the mountaintop, it is the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, in the darkness of the midnight hour, I'll tell you what will speak peace to your soul is the precious of the love the wonderful oh thank God the holy the heavenly name Jesus hallelujah praise God you can start talking about Jesus and you'll quit preaching and start worshiping amen I'm telling you I just love his name it's fairer than ten thousands amen it's more greater than the rubies and the diamonds of this world it's sweeter than the honey that comes out of the comb I'm telling you his name it'll pick you up when you're down it'll lift you up when you're falling it'll get you through the next valley it'll see you over the next hilltop I say worthy I'm worthy Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. It's His name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Woo. What a name tonight. His name. I'm telling you, church can be deader than four o'clock. And you just start talking about His name. The preaching can be drier than cracker juice. But you just start talking about His name. Some of y'all have come alive. Amen. You know why? Because you heard that name. That name that shakes the foundation of hell. That name that causes demons to tremble. 
That name that pulls sinners out of the clutches of death. That name that lifts someone out of the dunghill of this world. That name that takes someone out of the gutter and puts them in the choir. Oh, that name that takes someone off dope and gives them hope. That name that rescues one from the depths of religion. That name that picks me up when I'm falling. That name that encourages me to go on another mile. That name, I just can't get it out of my system. It helps me when I need help. It's that name that we pray in that name. We worship in that name. It's His name. Hallelujah. Woo! Praise God. Woo! Hallelujah. Bless His name. Glorify His name. He is worthy. Hallelujah. Woo! Praise God. Woo! Bless His name. Woo! Oh, yes. That name when you prayed and felt like you can't get through, but you just pray in His name. In Jesus' name I pray. Hallelujah. Amen and amen a thousand times. Amen. What a name. There's power in that name. There's peace in that name. There's joy in that name. There's blessing in that name. There's salvation in that name. There's mercy in that name. There's grace in that name. There's goodness in that name. Y'all are going to have to help me because I'm about to die. Praise God for the name. Oh, what a lovely name. The name of Jesus. Oh, bless His name tonight. Woo, thank God for that name. Oh, that name that'll rescue the fallen. That name that'll be there just in the nick of time. That name that will work on judgment day. That name that one day every knee is going to bow and that every tongue and every nationality is going to confess that that name, that Jesus Christ is Lord. There's comfort in that name. I'm telling you, that name's helping me right now. I hope that name's helping you right now. I'm telling you, if you got a problem, if you just pray that name tonight, if you got a need tonight, the answer's in that name. The resources are in that name. The hope is in that name. I'm telling you, that name brings a miracle. That name, thank God, will work when nothing else will. That name will help you in the midnight hour. Praise God. It's that name that'll be there for your children and for your grandchildren. It's that name that makes a service come alive. Why? Because it's above every name. What about people in church that want to make a name for themselves rather than that name? You know, I sometimes I just I see these singers, these gospel singers. You don't have to have if you have the brain of a gnat if there's somebody here, if your brain is the size of a gnat, well, I got some good news for you. You can look at some of these gospel singers. You don't even got to hear them sing. You can look at them and tell who they're all about. They're all about self. I mean, I'm telling you, if you pulled up here tonight and they was a, 
a big bus out here with their faces running down the side of it. And then you come in here and they had cardboard cuttings of all of them standing there with fake smiles on. Amen. And they're shaking your hand, smiling like a possum with cigarette breath. Come on now. Because they just flipped one in the parking lot before they came in. You say, why do you say that, preacher? Because it aggravates me sometimes. If you want to go downtown and pay $15 and waste your money and watch them put on a show, that's, that's okay. It's clean entertainment. But I'll tell you, if people come to church... It ought not have, it, this ain't no, this is not a stage. And preachers are as bad as singers. I'm not just on singers. But I'm telling you tonight, we, humility, the example of it, was seen in the greatest name that the world has ever known. Jesus humbled himself. He came as low as a man could ever become because he loved me and you. I won't finish the sermon tonight, but I want to say what a great example. What a great example tonight of humility.